Hi, dear listener. Sarahamr speaking. Welcome to the Learning Day, a journey to explore how we can integrate learning in our everyday lives. If you are a regular listener to this podcast, you have already probably figured out that I usually write down these intros. I didn't write down this one because this episode is special. And it is special for two reasons. The first one is that I am interviewing a friend. The conversation you're about to listen to uh, is between myself and a really longtime friend and someone that I admire and someone that I invited because I think his story has a thing or two um, that can inspire us to be more resilient in our learning, but in our lives in general. The episode is also special because, as you'll notice, the audio is not as good as it usually is. When I first listened to the audio on th that you were about to listen to, um, I realized that my microphone was not on during the interview. And I have to be honest, um, I was a bit annoyed when that happened. But how interesting that that happened on an episode about resilience. If you ever wondered how failure can help you, this episode is for you. Today's guest is my dear friend, Joel Silva. We talked about bouncing back from failure and chasing your own luck. Hope you enjoy our chat. Hello, Joel. How are you? Hello, Sarah. I'm fine. And you? I'm very good. Um, despite being at home for the last two, two to three weeks now. Yay! Yay! Uh, it's really funny that we are first talking in English um, and second uh, that we are talking to each other through the internet and we live like basically down the road from each other. Yeah, but at <laughs> the moment in this quarantine it will not make any impact if uh, we live down the road or in different countries. It's true. Absolutely. <laughs> We're all in this together. Um, yeah, João, it's really good to have you on the podcast. Um, just a little bit of context for anyone uh, listening to us. I've known João for how long? Since 2007. Yeah. Um, and so we're really good friends and I know a lot about João's life. I wouldn't say everything because that's impossible. Uh, but I know <laughs> but a lot. Yeah, but you are, you are pretty close to everything. <laughs> <laughs> I know all the stories that I know he's, or maybe he's going to reveal something that I don't know. Maybe this is really a surprise for me as well, but I'm quite confident that I know most of the stories that he's going to share today. Um, so this will be a very different interview for me. <laughs> um, yeah. How, how is it for you uh, to be interviewed by a friend or the expectation? <laughs> no, it's actually pretty funny on the good side not on the bad side but um I'm, i'm very excited to do this exactly because what you have said that you already know almost everything about me so it will be uh, exciting to explain things i've done uh, and you know my my point of view on those things and i know your point of view and uh, to share it with everyone that will listen to this podcast is it's pretty exciting i'll start like i start every other interview can you please tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do Yes, I'm João, João Silva. 
I'm from a, a small town called Artuzelo in Porto, in Portugal, and I have 31 years old. What I do for a living is um, I'm a football analyst or observer. It depends how, how you say the name. Uh, so my, my main role is I work at, uh, at a football club here in, in Portugal, uh, Sporting Club Braga. And uh, I, I analyze uh, our opponents to make reports to our head coach so that uh, the, the coach and all the technical staff can prepare the, the trainings, having in account the, what I said about our opponent. Uh, I'm currently in the under-23 uh, age group. And, uh, and it's been pretty exciting, uh, mainly because, as you know, uh, my background and all my professional, almost all of my professional experience have nothing to do about this. I have a degree in economics uh, and a master in commercial management, and I worked about eight years on, on this area. I've already been a product manager in a textile company. I have been a marketing manager in a dairy products company. Uh, I've been a retail manager in a sports company, so it's pretty, pretty different from what I'm doing right now. That's why you have invited me, is to tell what have, what have happened in my life, what have happened inside my head, so that I, made, I have made this change. Yeah, I think those two things, in your life and in your head, uh, are a good mm -hmm. summary. Um, and, and yes, your, your professional link to football is it's quite recent. It's been what about a year and a half? Yes. How long? Yes, ar around that. Around that, I've started officially. I've started in December uh, of 2018, so it's around a year, a year and a half. But your passion for football goes way, way back. Since I right? yes, since I remember, I'm I'm really, really. I think passion is not the correct word. I think the correct word is obsessed with <laughs> with football. Uh, but it's pretty funny because I, I was I have I have always been obsessed with football uh, as long as like several of friends that I have not not uh, not more than them, but um, and I always thought that to work in the football area, um, even if it, if it is actually in football as I am, or also because I forgot to to, to say that I'm also a football commentator in a, in a radio, in a sports radio here in Portugal. And I always thought that the people that appear on TV that are related to football, that they would need to be like another level, a different kind of, of passion about football. And what I'm actually discovering is that, no, the, the, the kind of passion is the same as me. Of course, everyone is crazy about football. That's, that's how you, you handle all the pressure, all the, all the things that you have in this area. If you don't love it, Forget it. You don't have. It, it, it doesn't even make sense to be there without without having this passion because it's one of the areas in the world and that you have more passion around the world, even if it is with the fans, with the players, with with everyone. So, but I, I discovered that that it, it it is the same. It is exactly the same the same passion. So to everyone that is listening to us and thinking, ah, okay, I I really love football, not that much. If you Think about football every day. If when you make your pauses, when you are working, you are going to see the news about football. If you are always talking about football with your friends, it's it's that passion that you need. Of course, we're talking about football, but I think we can extend that to other. Yeah, of course, fields, of course, right? yes, yes, yes. Sometimes we don't see our personal passions as something that can be turned into uh, a job, and sometimes it can't. But um, I I will dare to say that probably can. 
Um, and there's always a link between the things we are good at and the things we're passionate about. And I think we'll also be able to talk a little bit about that today. I think probably a lot of people are wondering, like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? That's the question. Um, and so I'll, I'll ask you to start there. Like, what, what was the trigger that led you on this journey to football? Since I was a kid, um, because my parents are both from the economics area, but and they have never, never, never pressured me, make me pressure to follow the same area. But I was simply into that area since I was a kid and used to hear, to hear them talk about work and things like that. And since since I was a kid, that I said that I want to be an economics guy, and uh, it was pretty easy to decide what I want to to study at the time. And um, well, when I started working, uh, especially the, the first job that I have, I really liked it. It was really challenging. But maybe I started to think that I will, I will not be 100% complete. But hey, it's, it, it's, it's work. So, so we don't need to agree with everything. You don't need to be 100% complete. But, uh, but I actually liked what I was doing. Then when I changed, when I changed uh, role, when I changed companies... Every time that I was working, every change that I've made, I was getting the feeling that I don't know if it's it. So in my last job in this area, in this field, it was a very small company that I knew the, the owner. And uh, she has challenged me to, to get together with them, the, to, to use my expertise that I had in, in my previous roles in, in bigger companies to use, uh, use it there. It was, it was a risky move, but I said, OK, let's, let's try this. But uh, it, it really did not went well because when I get there, it, uh, they did not give me a contract to sign. They were just trying me to get the contacts that I had. I will not bore you with the details. And the, the main thing to know here is that the previous job of, of that company, that's why I made the risk, I thought it would be the job of my dreams. I thought it would be, you know, okay, I'll stay here uh, for several years. I don't know if my entire life, but I, I'm going to really love this job. And I stay there. For half a year, because uh, past half year, uh, six months, I was getting the sense that things were not going well, and that's that's why I decided to do this this move. When I when this move went wrong, I said no. Now I need to stop because when when I get when I got out of that company, several people that knew me started to invite me. Oh, you 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 should come back here. The the people from my first company also invited me to go there. But I thought no, this is. This is being pretty heavy. Mentally, this is being pretty heavy because I thought that I was in my dream job. It did not went well. Then I changed company with, I made a risky move. It could have gone well, but it did not went well. So maybe I'm going to stop. And I think that the moment that I decided to stop, really stop, because in all the careers, but in this, in the corporative career in the uh, when you are in several companies big companies you always have this sense of always moving on always moving on okay you 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 stop to think a minute or two you stop to think a day or two but you you need always to to move on to think about your career to if you stop you are getting uh, people are going ahead of you so i stopped literally stopped i i i spent two weeks in my house almost without leaving the the sofa uh, my girlfriend was was start to get really annoyed with me i can attest to that <laughs> yes you know <laughs> you know my, very good friends <laughs> <laughs> you know my girlfriend really well and um but the moment that i decided to stop i think it was the 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 main moment because i did not want to stop 
to think what I was going to do. I just, I just needed to stop and do absolutely nothing. And then when I did that, I, when I clear my head, now, okay, now I'm, I'm going to think what I'm going to do. And it was pretty funny because as my because my head was it was it was clear. So everything I watched on television, every conversation I had with my friends, I was thinking, ah, okay, maybe I should do this. Huh? Okay, maybe I should do that. For instance, I was in in watching TV. I watched uh, Ink Master, and since since a kid that I would like to to draw and to make sketches. So okay, now I'm going to spend three days making a sketch, and I spent three days making a sketch. Then I watched something about music. Now I'm going to do some music. And I spent three days doing some music. But that was pretty, pretty good because really cleared my head. And then, then yes, I thought, okay, now I need to think about what I'm going to do. I had several ideas. And then I thought, what can... And this, this is a, a pretty, pretty known catchphrase. And as you know me, uh, I hate catchphrases and what is, what is supposed for you to say or to think. But I actually thought, uh, what can I do so that my... This this failure because it was it was a failure not not so much the the last company that I was because that was not a failure from me it was a risk that I take that it, it did not went well but the previous job that I thought it would be my dream job and it wasn't what can I do to in a in a year in two years in five years in ten years it doesn't matter the time but what can I do to think okay I'm really glad that it went this way. Uh, I do. I I really do not believe in destiny or the the phrase that oh, if this happens it's because it's going to be good. I I don't believe in that. But I thought no. I'm going to stand up. I'm going to do whatever it takes to to make this negative into a positive. And okay, I I did not have almost nothing to lose. Of course, I had several things to to lose. But um, I, I I was 30 years at the time. I I don't have kids. I I I have a, a house to pay. But okay. Let's try this. If if I don't try this, actually in five years I'm going to regret this. So I'm crazy about football. Let's try football, and that that was what I did. I I, I signed myself in a in a football management course. I entered in the in the, in the master, and I start coaching a, a a team here in a local team, and it's been it's been good. I wanted to interview you around the theme of resilience because this story for me, and we're just at the beginning, has so many good things, but also so many false starts and so many setbacks and so many struggles and uh, ordeals that you had to go through to get to where you are now. That, of course, I, I, I feel very proud of what you've achieved and you know that, but also it's, it's, it's really inspiring. And that's what I'm hoping that the people listening to it, to this will get out of it is isn't it isn't easy to make a huge move it, it isn't easy to get out of your comfort zone but that's how you learn that's how you evolve uh, again i'm i'm using catchphrases but uh, that 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 really is something i believe in i'd like to start talking about some of the the challenges that you've faced so in in this moment when you were still exploring when you were still unsure what was the worst part i think a lot about the decisions i made and the thing that have that was more difficult to me was to okay the moment i decided this i decided until the end i, I have a talk with my girlfriend and we we were both on this and so so i decided until the end so now i'm going to do everything i want to do for this but 
but I was completely aware that the, the probabilities of this going well, that they were pretty low because this is a, a very difficult area. It's very, very difficult to, there are several tons, tons of people that want, that love football, uh, as I said previously, that it was pretty difficult. So this, this uncertainty or this almost certain that it was not going to work. <laughs> It was it was a bit frightening, but also but also also very challenging, very exciting. So it was like okay, I decided this. The probability is that this is not going to work. So last case scenario, what will happen is this is not going to work. What will happen? It will it will be the most probable thing. So okay, if this does not work, I decided a a deadline. If until this date I. I'm completely at zero on the football area. Okay, I will. I will stop this. Okay, I'm. I will be happy to try. Maybe I will uh, continue coaching uh, teams here, local teams with young uh, age group. But okay, I will. I will. I will change. I will go back to my, my to the companies to the corporate career. After having these doubts and going on, there is the the second part that is having the people around you to believe in you. In the same way you believe, and that's that's impossible. It's it's not fair to ask them that because you believe in you. Because if you don't believe in you, of course no one believes. Yeah, but my girlfriend believed in me, and uh, my parents believed in me. But um, it was very difficult to see. Uh, they were saying, "Okay, okay, Joan, you're going to make it." But sometimes some friends, especially, you see that they were saying that, but deep inside they were thinking, "What is this guy doing? Is he crazy? He he studied economics. He had a good career in economics. Uh, he could have a a good job. He could have a stable job. Why is he doing this?" Uh, of course, no one said that to me, but it's really funny because when you decide to do something like that, you it's pretty clear. You can see in the eyes of the people, and in the words of of your friends, the ones that truly believe in what you are doing, and the ones that, okay, they are your friends, so. They are there to support you. And I cannot criticize them by that. But actually, deep inside, you know that they don't believe. And that that disbelief, it, it was also very difficult to, to handle. For instance, one example, when I was already coaching a, coaching a team, when I was already uh, doing the master, I was talking with a very good friend of mine. And we were talking about holidays, something that now is, for me, is a, it, it, it does not exist. But we're talking about holidays and traveling and so on. As you know, I'm I'm also pretty passionate about traveling. And um, and and in the middle of the conversation, he said, "No, okay, Joan. So okay, but when 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 this when this adventure of you stop, when you have a real job, then you then we can can see to travel." And I thought to myself, "When I have a real job, but I am coaching a team. I'm not receiving money, of course, but I am coaching a team. I am studying. That that's my job right now. I don't want to have." Uh, a real job, as you say. So this kind of of details, you you start to picking them up, but but actually you cannot criticize the, the people that think like that because you know deep inside you know that uh, what you are doing is it's pretty difficult. But as I said in the beginning, when the moment when you when I've decided, I decided that now it's going until the end. I'm not going to do this fifty percent. I'm not going to do this seventy uh, percent. Is one hundred percent. And I think that that was the reason why things are going for now are going well. Uh, I think that is the main reason. We know that the people around us they may make those comments or sometimes not truly believe, uh, but it does come from a 
from a place of worry and yeah. wanting to make yeah. sure that you are right. It's yeah. not from a place of like envy or uh, disbelief in your qualities. It's yes, just really, yes, it's yes. worry. Yes, and and you you know me, but I also know you, and you have already felt that when when you start saying yes. to people that. Now I'm changing my career. Now I'm I'm a freelancer, and now I'm this. Now I'm that. Of course, you you have already felt that, but it's also good because because on the, on those moments you also feel, okay, this or that person. Okay, I know that it's difficult. He or she is worried about me. It's difficult to trust in me to trust my decision. But also you get very good surprises. You 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 get of course some people you are already expecting that they will trust you 100. percent but sometimes you have friends that okay, they are good friends of yours, but you really you really feel that they admire what you are doing, that they really trust and they are really rooting for you for you to to go well. So that's also pretty encouraging. As I, as I was hearing you um, tell your story, I wrote a few words. Um, I wrote uncertainty as one of the main difficulties what you have to overcome. And I also heard a lot of words that were related to having a plan and to having a deadline and to um, having knowing the at least having an idea of the steps you had to take to get to your goal. Although I know that changed a lot during the journey. Yet there is on one hand there's this idea that you go with the flow and yes you need to adapt to what happens uh, in reality. But on the other hand, it's really important having a plan and setting a a, a final goal to kind of reduce that anxiety with related to uncertainty. Yeah. Um, sure. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I see a lot of that in, in the way that you've managed the situation. And I, you've already mentioned that you're doing a master's and I know that was one, one big step. I'd like you to share with us how you got into that master's <laughs> because I think it's a really good lesson on resilience and having a plan and sticking to it and fighting for it. Yes, it was, it was, it was pretty funny because when I thought, okay, I'm going to to try to get a career in the football world. On the beginning, I started aiming to a like a, a mid a mid job between something related to the football department of the clubs, but with the specifications that I already had in the in the in my previous roles. That is something it's called team manager. It's like the the director of the of the team that you are the, the guy that uh, books books everything that schedules the trainings that uh, talks with the, the the championship organization and so on and uh, and I was actually I, I was actually thinking and making a master on that area because I thought that it was it was not possible to do a, a master in football training in sports training sorry in sports training without having a degree in sports training because it's, it's so specific that I thought that it was not possible. And then uh, when I was in, in the university waiting to to sign myself in the in sports management uh, master, I was looking in, in the in the degree in the in the sports training master page uh, web page, and I thought, well, it does not say here nothing about. It is really necessary to have a, a, a degree on this area. So I contacted the teacher. She said that it does not say there, but it is heavily recommended. If I was from from some health area, from from nursing, doctor, uh, if I was 
something more related with the human body, with with the scientific biology. yes biology and things so on. It will be easier. But my error that she never had, she never had some someone wanting to do that. And then there is another question that is when I started looking for masters, the applications were closed months ago. They closed in May, I think, and I start looking in September. Um, so the only option was to do the second semester as an external student, pay a lot for the <laughs> subjects, and um, without having any guarantee that in the next year I was going to be accepting the master. I knew that if I if I entered this master, this could be the changing point, absolutely in 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 what I was what I was wanting to do. So okay, let's once again let's try, let's risk. I start living with risk, sleeping with risk. My girlfriend was was getting jealous because I was sleeping, <laughs> and um, and uh, but I decided to do this, and it was amazing. It was it was really amazing. I I, I talked with with the with the director of the master several times until she said, okay, okay, John, you can do this. Okay, I will let you, but I don't guarantee that you will enter the master. And it was amazing because when I start having classes again, like eight years after or six years after. It was completely different because I was actually in the class. I saw a lot of students with the same attitude. Uh, it's not the correct word, but with, with, the same, uh, with the same posture that I had when I was doing my, my degree and my master in, in the economics area. That, you, uh, that they were, ah, okay, no, no I'm, now I'm listening to this teacher. Now I'm doing this. Ah, okay, okay. And complaining and so on and looking at their cell phones. And I was like the nerd guy completely freaking about everything the the, the, the professors were saying without with with my phone kept in in, in the in my school bag all, the entire class and like drinking all the words that the, pro, the the professor said writing everything a lot of the things I did not understood I, I need to help to ask for help to for with another students that were there and when they were starting to know about my story they 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 sympathized with me and they say okay so now, now I will help you so some students Sometimes sit sit beside me to explain me some things. They were very 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 useful. And well, I I then the the second semester. I was afraid once again that um, I was not able to do the subject. That the, it would be very difficult. It was difficult, but but um, actually it it was very 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 good to to be able to to learn about what you already know that you love. Because in the moment that you that you understand, okay, this is what I love. This is what I want to do. If if possible, it is what I want to do for the rest of my life. If you understand that, and you don't need to understand that, I, I did understood. I said to some friends of mine that I was very lucky to, at thirty years old, know if I do this until the end of my days, when I'm eighty years old, when I'm ninety years old, I will look back and I'll say, okay, I, I had a great life, and I'm very lucky to to understand that at thirty years old. And um, and it was it was pretty good. I have to study two, three, four times more than my colleagues. But entering this master was actually what changed the the career until now. And uh, and and I actually had good grades in the master. And uh, and it was in then in in the in the next semester I I was able to get to get in the master. It was also not easy, but I was officially in. So um, so now I'm the master is almost complete, and it was really 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 good to. To be able to study something that I love from someone that has known you since your second year of university um, you weren't never really the most 
how should I say this? Um, <laughs> dedicated student. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a good Although you're very smart, so you would always, uh, you know, find your way. But um, and and to see you really study super late at night and to to go through this masters with really good grades. Grades are. They are what they are. For me, they're not yeah, that yeah. important, but it's really good validation for, especially for someone that's coming from a completely different area to, to feel like, actually, I can do this. It's funny because in the beginning, uh, when we were not making any exams, the, the teachers, when they knew my story, they also said, ah, okay, so good luck, okay. But they were thinking inside, ah, this, this crazy guy, uh, <laughs> a, 10, a 10 out of 20, it will be, it will be pure luck. But when I, when, then when I, I started to have good grades, I, I've actually noticed in, in the way the teachers speak with me and they look at me that ah, maybe this guy, this guy is an intelligent guy. Maybe this guy is going to get away with, with this crazy idea. And it was pretty good. And actually, there was another very important thing with the master because it was so difficult. It was so, so far-fetched. The, I have to speak so many times with so many people so that I was able to do it that on that time I decided, okay, from now on, while I'm doing this, I will say no to nothing. For instance, if, if someone invites me, oh, I need someone to help me doing this conference or something like that. Okay, I'll do it. If I have the idea of uh, maybe I could speak with this with, with this teacher, maybe I could speak with this guy that is working on the on that club or something like that. Because when you when you are trying so much, so much, this kind of thing that usually people get, oh, I'm not going to speak with a teacher. It's, it looks bad. Maybe the teacher will not will not like or something like that. Or I'm not going to speak with this guy. Maybe you think that I'm trying to take advantage or something to one. It it really does not matter. It, I really stopped thinking about that. I had an idea. Okay, I'm going to speak with this teacher. In the end of the class, I speak with with, with the teacher. I speak with this colleague. I speak with everyone. If if I if I have this idea, if I, if if someone invites me to something, I really decided to. I was. I'm not going to say no unless it's really impossible. But I'm not going to say no. If if I need to to sleep three hours, if I need to don't sleep this night, if I need to be one week out of my of my city, like it it has happened. To help to organize something, I'm going to do that. I'm going to plant little seeds, and maybe, maybe, just once again, the uncertainty and the risk, but maybe it will help me in the future somehow. I don't know how, but maybe it will help me. And and as you know, that's that's what what happened. I think it's a good moment to ask you to talk about two seeds that you've planted and that actually turned into something. One of them is your uh, radio career. And the other one is your actual job. <laughs> Tell us first about radio. How did that happen? Radio radio started when I was still in the, in my corporate career. I just I, I just started listening to a sports radio here in Portugal, and I thought, ah, what can happen? I'm going to send them an email and say that I really like their job, that I really like what they are doing, because at the moment it was the only at least that I knew, the only sports radio here in Portugal, and uh, and send them an email if, if they need help. Okay, I can help you. I can help them. Not, I, I don't ask for money. I just I just just offering help. I send the email. Then they, they replied, but the, the conversation stopped. And, and it was pretty funny because when I was during this, I've already decided to invest in football. I was already coaching uh, one of the teams here in Portugal. They they replied me to say that they were needing football commentators. So if I could go there and make a test with them, 
and it was actually pretty pretty good pretty i felt pretty at ease because i was speaking once again the thing that i love the thing that i i i like to to think that i know more and um it was really 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 good experience because i was commentating the test was in the studio but the second it was already in the stadium commentating football matches and it was pretty pretty good then this year i changed radio i started in another one um but then i stopped uh because as as you said i'm now in braga and um i changed the uh, my role there and now i really really don't have time now now it's not it's not possible to say okay this day i, I only sleep three hours and the next three hours and the next three hours there is a time that you need to stop something but i have not stopped the the radio career if you can call them career <laughs> <laughs> but i really i i've not i've not decided to stop it just pause for the time that i have i have more available time to try it because now the, the role that i'm having in braga is pretty pretty difficult pretty time consuming maybe maybe someday i will i will start the radio career again it's a, it's a fun fact uh but uh, you haven't talked about it but i i really like that story that time when you sent the voice clip with one of your football comments to this really I don't remember his name but this really famous football journalist here in Porto in Portugal it's such a good story please tell that one in the start of this season I start sending some audio clip and a very a very well known football commentator it, he has he has his, his facebook page like everyone and I I spoke with him and and think oh, he's never going to reply to me but he did reply and he said okay let me let me hear some of our audios I sent him two and I was also thinking, okay, you are never going to listen to this. But he listened. He, he said he said some advices to me. He said that it was really, really good uh, that they had their team because it was already August or September. I don't know. They are their 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 radio team already closed. I don't know if it was just just nice <laughs> or not. But uh, but that he really liked it. He, and he said he gave me some advice. So all of this it happens in one year, one year and a half. So all the things that happened. When some good some something good happened to me, I, I just stopped to think, oh my god, what is happening right now? I'm speaking with one of the most famous football radio speakers in Portugal, and he's replying to me and saying that he like my he like my my voice, he likes what what I do. So it was it was really really good. Yeah, really, I really like that story because sometimes we feel like these famous people are unapproachable; that yeah. they will never reply. They are just human, just like us. Um, and yes, they might be super busy and they might not be able to reply, but chances are that they will actually reply and they'll be flattered that someone wants to talk to them. And so that's one of the reasons I like that story. Yes, every, everyone in football that I that I try to talk uh, in in conference or by by Facebook or whatever the 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 way it is. Uh, and football is it's it's a world that is pretty close. That people think, no, this guy is famous in football, so. For sure, he will not speak with me. But I'm not lying. Everyone that I spoke with, everyone was pretty, pretty nice, pretty open with the things that they say to me. So, actually, the most difficult thing is going and going there and speak with with the person because I think the the rest of it is it, it's pretty easy. Okay, sometimes it will not go well, but it will it will not have an impact in the other ten or fifteen times that it did go. It it went well. So. We've arrived at Braga in this journey. 
And for anyone listening from outside of Portugal, Braga is one of the biggest uh, football clubs here in, in Portugal. It is quite a, an achievement uh, for someone that started in this career so such a short time ago to get there. Can you tell us how you got to Braga and how you progressed inside the club? It, it was actually the, the thing that I said previously uh, that I've decided to never say no and to have an idea, okay, I don't have, don't have second thoughts, go and do it. And uh, one of the teachers that I spoke there in the university, I said to him, he was a game analyst, he, he's a very famous game analyst, actually working with one of the, of the major clubs in Europe. And I, I talked with him and said that I really liked his area. I, I also like, like the, 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 coaching, the coaching area. Uh, being on the field and and so on, but but I thought okay with my background maybe a, an area that I am in the computer I am the, the the knowledge that I had from my previous jobs it can be useful there so so I need to try it at least to 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 know if I if I like it or not and I, I talked with him saying just saying to just that uh, I really like to explore that area if he if he knew some some opportunity in the next season if if he called me I would be very grateful just that and actually that happened I was. In June, July, I don't remember, in a in a in a football tournament that I was helping to organize in in the south of Portugal, and he called me saying that Braga was needing to some some interns internship internships to to the game game and game analyst department, and um and I said of course <laughs> of course I will I will do it let's go, and I started in the in the under nineteen once again I was pretty afraid that okay okay João you love football okay you understand football but this will be a complete other level maybe you're not you're not in the level that you need to be there um, but actually it's it's going pretty well I've, I'm working with with people that have really really good experience really good knowledge that some of the people know way way better than me way much than me but um, but actually I'm learning every day. The knowledge that I have about football gave me a good basis to to build on that. And then it's pretty funny because what in the beginning was was a uh, was was not good to me that I was not from the sports area that I did not have some basis some knowledge that I will need to have. Now the other knowledge that that I have the computer knowledge, the management knowledge, the mathematic knowledge. Uh, it's 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 being pretty useful and uh, and and things are, are are going pretty well and um, here in Portugal, as people know, the in 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 the middle of the season, the coach of the B team was promoted to the A team, and then he took uh, one of the analysts with him. So then I was promoted from the under 19 to the under 23. I I was always promoted because I was doing an an internship, yeah, and now I'm I'm part of the club. Things are going pretty well. Of course, that in in the football area, you never know. You never know the next season. You never know what's going to happen. But for now, I think that things are going pretty well. I really like, really, really, really like what I'm doing, because my head does not think better, neither worse than the other heads there in the in the department, but thinks differently. I have a different approach in some things, and sometimes I get it wrong. Sometimes I get it right. But but I have I have a different profile comparing to my colleagues and uh, and things are going well. I'm learning a lot with everyone, and 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 the main goal when when I spent those two weeks 
in the sofa without thinking. And then I decide, okay, now I'm going to dedicate myself to football. For now, is almost complete that being able to receive an income uh, to think about football every day from morning to, to night. What I do is think about football. And now I can say that the goal is almost, I'm doing this almost because you never know. Yeah, <laughs> you never know the future, but 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 the the goal is almost complete and now i have new goals what is it's also amazing that when you get one goal don't stop there think when you are almost getting the not in the moment that you achieve the goal when you are almost achieving you instinctively you start thinking in different goals and different things that you want to achieve and that's that's really wonderful i i do like that attitude but something you said before it's also important you've mentioned before that you've also stopped every time something something really good happened you've stopped to to observe it and i think that's also important because for me it's really important to have this hunger for more that that's the only way i know how to live and i i i get along better with people that have the same attitude uh, but at the same time it's important to to also uh, be grateful for what you're getting, realizing that you're achieving a lot. Um, otherwise, you risk just not never being happy. And yeah, so, yeah, yeah, you, yeah it's course. important to stop. Yes, yes, because especially in the master, I, I, I'm starting to get along with several several friends there, and some of them have, have the hunger, the, the the hunger to go for more, the ambition. But uh, but they did not appreciate their they were not grateful for what they are having right now. And that was really, really different. Sometimes they were complaining about something. And in my mind, I was thinking, what are you doing? We are so lucky to be here in this class, listening to the the volleyball uh, coach, listening to the basketball coach, listening to, to, to having access to, to information that you could not have in in another way. And it, it's so good. We are so lucky that sometimes you really need to have this, this kind of, of mindset. You already started talking about it, but there's something I really want to make sure it's 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 in the podcast, uh, and that is how much the skills that you acquired in your other jobs, the non-football related jobs, how much those skills were important in your football jobs. I know some things are applied in your everyday things like just being a good team player, being proactive, uh, organizational skills, stuff like that, but also. Yeah more hard skills, things like using Excel. And those skills were also very helpful to complement your colleagues that might not be as comfortable with those with those skills and tools. Can you tell us a little bit about that and also about the skills that you had to learn by yourself? Um, I can remember at least video editing is one of them, but just tell us a little bit about that, the skills that you brought to the table and the ones that you had to acquire. When you have a, a set of skills that in the beginning you think, Maybe this this will be useful, but you are almost neglecting eight years of of professional experience and and uh, five more of studying. You think, okay, I'm good at this, I'm good at that, but at the moment, maybe that is not that useful, that important. But you are always with that in your mind, so you you are going your day by day work, your day by day life, always not consciously, of course, but always waiting for the opportunity that when you see that. Okay, now there's a problem now with my hard skills. Now I can I can help to solve this. And in the beginning, the, the opportunities were really were really few, just one or two during during the the time that I was coaching last year. Um, this year, 
because as I am in in a structure in a bigger way bigger structure as as my role is more related to that um I started looking okay now they they do this this kind of statistical analysis but the way you are doing is way more difficult than it should be let me help this then I was offering help to do something different then I was having ideas so oh, maybe I can do this excel file that uh, that will help to organize this or to organize that and then when you, when you start doing that and things start to get to to be appreciated because it, it if if the if the head coach that, that I was working if I said I, I'm having this idea can I do this and he said no and then the second time he said no and then the third time he said no okay maybe you say okay I will stop having ideas about this but I I, I was lucky about about that I, I would start proposing different files different ideas different different things that I could use the knowledge that I have that no one else had there and uh, and and it was pretty good and then and then it's like a, a snowball then you you are having ideas the ideas are being appreciated then you are having a an open mind to to learn with everyone to learn everything that everyone says about the the areas that you are maybe not that strong that you that you are not so used to and then when you, when you, when you when you realize you are you are like a sponge absorbing everything you are like and and that 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 feels really good when you are having a mix between learning with everyone and helping everyone that that requires your help that let let you help and um, and it's like the learning snowball i'm inventing a new concept is really like that because uh, because it's 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 very good to learn but it's it's also very good to feel useful and to feel that okay i'm not just here learning i'm not just here wasting time of the people that are working with me when you realize that you learn with them but then you can help them in in a different uh, problem that they have and then you learn a little more and then you help a little more and then when this dynamic starts to to be automatic it's i think for me it's it was it was the 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 perfect the perfect point to be not in the same level but to to don't don't feel that that the lack of experience that i had in the football area it was it was a minor it was minor for me it was it was um, bad for my performance and to think that okay i'm in a good level at this and extra i have all those, all the other knowledge all the excel knowledge all the and things like like you said like the video editing for instance i did not know how to do video edit, editing like three three months ago and i said okay now this is going to be very very important to 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 my job so i will dedicate to this like for two weeks all my free time is going to be spent on this i'm only 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 doing do, doing video editing and now things are going also on that department are going well i am having different ideas and people are appreciating what i'm doing so it's really just a question of having the right attitude to, towards learning towards how to learn towards with i'm going to learn with with everyone of course more more with some with some people less with with others but but trying to learn with everyone i think it's really really the key for this i i have a very small but good example to just illustrate what you said i remember when you moved to this job you had to start using a, a mac a mac <laughs> computer instead of yeah. a pc and I remember you told me, oh, I had to take screenshots. And I, I didn't know how to take screenshots. And I went <laughs> online and I found how to take screenshots on, on Mac. And it's basically, it's command shift four. And I'm like, what? I've used Mac for six years and I didn't know that. 
So like this, this beginner's mindset also forces you to look for information that even people that have been doing these things for years, they haven't considered and that can't be neglected. That's really important. Yes. And I think that that's why it's important to, okay, now I'm able to do this. I'm able to do that. Now I'm a, a good level in terms of knowledge in some areas. It does not matter if it's football or it's another area, but to be always, always open with what everyone has to say to you or what everyone's going to try to teach you and things like that because you never know when someone that has not even closed the knowledge that you have in some specific area but some but maybe that person will teach you something that you don't know and something that can be useful and since we are already talking about it i have the final question for you what is learning when you invite me to do to do this podcast and i was when i was listening to the your previous editions and um, I really, this was my favorite question of all of your your guests, and um, and I really absorb a little bit of all the answers that they they gave. But for me, for me, learning is like you have you have, you have to split in the literal sense of of the word and the, and the abstract sense. Literal is it's obvious. It's, it's knowing something that you, you that you did not know. It does not matter what the thing is, if it is useful, if it is not, if uh, the way that you learn, you just learn something. And that's 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 the basic sense of, of learning. But for me, I, I'm more I'm more close to the abstract sense of it, of it that it is having your mind prepared to learn, uh, being open to learn something. Of course, it's not only this, but I think this is the, the, the most important. It can happen suddenly you you are not expecting and you learn something but it can also be forced to to learn something but forced in the good sense of the word when when i was preparing the the, the interview with you i remember that erica said in your second podcast every year she decided to learn something with a different letter and i was pretty pretty amazed when i when i when i listened to that because it was things like i don't remember now but like kickboxing like like wrestling like chess like things things completely different than what you do a different instrument and something like that so it does not matter the way you learn for me it does not matter if it's useful or not maybe sometimes you are waste, wasting in commas but wasting time learning something that is completely unuseful and maybe some some person will, will say to you what why are you wasting time on that but you never know you never know. For instance, when I was in, in in my corporative jobs, I was pretty known between my group of friends doing some college in, in paint uh, and funny colleges. And I was wasting my time on that. And several people said to me, why are you doing this? It does not make sense. But I was making perfection in, 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 in those colleges. And actually, now in my in my actual job, this, this sense of this this design is good, this design is bad, this this... Maybe if I add this, it will be uh, the harmony of the design will be better, and then this this is not. Now I'm getting that 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 useful, and at the time, of course, I was not thinking about about that. I was just thinking about being funny with my friends. And uh, so, as you had another guest that said, learning is everything, and actually, learning is learning is is everything. You, you don't. It does not matter the context if you are if you are at home, if you are with your friends, if you are with your parents, if you are in your job. It really does not matter for me. The only solid, the only thing that I that I think it's really, really important about learning is is the error, the importance. 
when things go wrong. If you, if you realize that you are not able to learn something, you are learning something. You, you are, if, you, if you think about that, if you don't think about that, no, you are not learning nothing. But you think about that, you, you think, okay, I was not able to learn this. Why I was not able? And, and you are learning at that moment. Uh, once again, Erica, I, I remember she talked about being rejected several times in, in, when she asked about someone to, to do mentorship with her. And uh, and that's actually really really important because when you ask someone if someone can help if someone can do this if someone can be this have this role about you and they say no it makes you think about you it makes you think about okay maybe I need help on this but maybe I don't need help in everything maybe I I need to, to I need to do things in a different way and I think that's the the, the most important learning with everything learning every day. And be aware, be because when things go wrong. Actually, in football, this is very important. In in all the major football codes, uh, football courses, and so on, they they talk about the importance of the error, the importance of when you lose a game, when when things go wrong, when you are trying to convince a player of something and and things don't go well. Why have they gone well? And this why is very very important. I think it's the most important thing in learning. And that is a beautiful way to end an episode about resilience. <laughs> thank you, João, so much for taking the time uh, to be with us today. Yes, thank you, Sarah, for inviting me to this to this podcast that I'm listening. Not just because you are my friend. Of listen. course. Of course. <laughs> well, this is kind of an inception episode, isn't it? It's a listener being inter interviewed. And <laughs> this is exactly how I wanted Learning Day to be, to work. Um, so, yeah, I'm really happy. And today I will reflect on how grateful I am for this. So thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. If you want to get in touch with João Silva, you can find his email on the show notes. I would also love to hear from you. And you can do that by going to anchor.fm slash learning day and reaching out through the Instagram account you'll find on that page. If this episode was useful to you, Consider subscribing to Learning Day on your podcast app and, as a little extra, share it with a friend. And the next sentence never made more sense than today, even the global challenges that we are facing. I don't know where this is going to take us, but I know we're going to learn something along the way. Thank you for listening and stay safe. <laughs>